This is a HeadGum Podcast. And we're back with the motherfucking scroll down. It's me, Marcella Arguello, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Nicole Thurman. Hello, hello, hello. How are oh, you? Oh, girl, I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm good. Just, you know, living the dream in Los Angeles in the middle of winter COVID life, you know. <laughs> the dream in the middle of winter, winter COVID. COVID. Yeah, we love it. We love it. How Do are we, you? What's we? new? Oh, God. Every, everything is new isn't everything new it's a new year happy new year happy new year everybody happy new year yeah. to all our listeners we know we left you abruptly uh, but you survived you did it you did yeah. it you, you made it we're it. back now yeah there's what's been, been going on have, what have you been doing lately have you been doing shows have you been traveling? no i ain't been doing shows been... are you crazy i try you... i was i booked a couple shows and then they got canceled um because for obvious reasons we got the ami flu Krana mm-hmm. Elta variant going on right now, so um, I fucking to reschedule some shit. But I do have some shit coming up, and I'm very excited. But yeah, I've just been laying low, eating a lot, hanging out with my family. What about you? Pretty much the same. I went home for uh, Christmas for seven days, which is a, a very long time for me. <laughs> um, but it was fun and saw some family, just chilled. And then I back in here. I was going to go to New York, too, but um, I, Omicron, I was like, you know what? Let me not because everybody I knew was getting it. And then everybody in Kansas City got it right after I left. I was like, uh, maybe I am Omicron. You brought it. You brought yeah. it. You I brought it, it over there. Me. But yeah, I've been good. I mean, I've just been like <clears throat> writing on a show, working, Zooming. Zoom is going to make my brain fall out of my nose. But other than that, good. <laughs> there it is. Zooming yeah. and booming. Um, I know. I did, that was, look, we have a very special guest. We don't want to spend too much time because we're so excited to have our very special guest. Um, Nicole, you want to do the honors? Yes, we're lucky to have him today. He's a comedian. He's a writer. He's a movie star. He's an actor. He's a bad bitch. He's a fashion icon. I said I would just keep going and naming all these things. And the thing is, they're actually true. He's also a dancer. He's a brilliant, yes. wonderful person. And we're so happy to have you here. It's Dwayne Perkins. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming I love supporting women. Yes. <laughs> so we love to see it. This is the first time that we, Marcella and I, have both been on the show and had a guest. So this yes. is a very exciting I day. I saw. I did my research and I was like, oh, these people were co-hosts. What am I about to do? <laughs> what are you about to do, bitch? Happy New Year. How was your break? Oh, it was restful. Got COVID and mm, truly no. was the most rest I've had in two years. Yeah. It was a mild... And whatever that means, which means like it was a couple of days that was truly trash. Yeah. But the funny thing, I think the day that I got it, because I don't really leave my house and I left my house one day and then I was like, this must be the day. Uh, I got my booster that same day. Fuck. So I had the side effects of the booster and COVID at the same time. Oh, and like hell no. there was like two days where I was like, oh, Lord, I'm over it. Take me. Uh, but then <laughs> it was gone. And then I just watched TV for like 12 hours a day. Wait, Dwayne, um, how did you figure out that it was COVID, though? Because the booster has very similar symptoms to having COVID. So how did you finally, like, were like, oh, shit, I need to get tested? Because I was like, oh, the symptoms, these symptoms sucks. And then they just never stopped. And I was mm. like, girl, oh. uh, this seems like something else. Oh, um, damn. Crazy. Yeah. And then I, yeah. then, yeah, I took two PCRs and they were like, yeah. And then, well... I got an email before I got my results back from the state of California being like, hey, your information got sent to us. We, you got COVID. And I was like, whoa, nobody told me. Oh, <laughs> shit. And then they like made me, it was very, I got a lot of texts and emails from mm. like health Because they're people. doing like contact tracing and stuff? Yeah. The government is watching you. And then like people called me and I was like, oh, this is like serious. Okay. That's scary. Yeah. I mean that I will say that was the only good thing about me having when I got COVID because I I tested at home and it wasn't like it was all just my knowledge. It was a deep secret. And I was like, I wonder how people are keeping a secret and really just going out and about and living their lives. Probably a lot. Right. I'm sure a lot of people are. I'm sure. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel like it's in some ways there's like similarities to like STDs where you're like some people oh. are going to tell everybody. Some people going to do that contact tracing and have doctors call people and some people just going to live with it and kind of mm-hmm. just 
you know, pray for the best and not care. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. That's life. <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet, though. I'm kind of, I'm just like anticipating. I just feel like I'm like this close. I keep feeling like it's like, you know, from going home to Kansas City, nobody was wearing masks. And I was Ooh. like, oh, Jesus. But I, I made it out somehow. But then my mom got it. She's doing fine. But my friends got it. It was like, it's crazy. It's just, it's just crazy time right now. I will say what I find interesting is that some people, um, if like you're like, I never got it, but what if you're asymptomatic and you didn't know you yeah. got it? I always think about that shit too. Like there's mm-hmm. people walking around asymptomatic, don't know they have it and have it and are spreading yeah. it. Like, yeah. um, that shit freaks me out. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. It's nonstop. We're just having the time of our lives, honestly. Yeah, it's super like, fun. You yeah. know what? This is the most we've talked about COVID on this podcast. We have, we have avoided COVID, but I think because it came back so hard and intense, we're like, what are, what, what else is happening in the world? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. How was your break? COVID? How about you? COVID. COVID. What about you? COVID. 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 What's I mean, Christmas, So I was like, yo, this is it's chill. But yeah. it did like make me like rethink life because like once I was chilling, I was like, dope. I love chilling. Like I yeah. want to chill more. Like, this is crazy. Dude. I don't rest. Like this is dumb. No, you were, so I feel was, like you posted something about yeah. how you like, you're working all the time. So you never get to take those breaks. It's that nice, like sick, they make you stay home. You're like, well, I can't do anything. I'm sick. And that's what it felt like. I was like, oh, and it was weird because people were still wanting stuff for me. And I was like, no, (laughs) I'm sick. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick. Dwayne, where are you? Are you working on something right now? Um, yeah, I'm working on like a bunch of stuff at the same time, but mostly mm. just like my stuff, which feels good. Ooh. So I'm not like in a room currently, which is nice. nice. Yeah, good um, for you. Because that takes up like that, like nine of like that work day is long and tiring. Yeah, so yeah. that's nice. what I'm doing right now, and I kind of feel like my I'm brain dead at the end of every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think I've had the privilege to like dabble in film and TV, and film just scheduling wise, like. Writing a movie is hard, but you get to pick when you do it, and that is fantastic. <laughs> like, if I want to wake up at 4 a.m. and be like, all right, I'm feeling inspired. But, like, this, like, having just to, like, follow rules, I don't like that. I like to make my own rules. Mm-hmm. That's that stand-up shit. Wait, are you still doing stand-up between all this shit? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like once, unfortunately, COVID happened, and stand-up was, like, gone, I just kind of shifted all of my energy to writing. Yeah. And then now that like I'm having to do the work, I just like don't have energy. I, right. I don't like feel like I don't necessarily starve for what stand up used to give me. Cause I'm mm. like, Oh, I'm full on this other thing, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it'll ebb and flow whenever I'm done writing all this shit that I got to write. That's true. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's what happens. Definitely. All right, Nicole, you ready to get into the scroll down of the week? I think we should scroll it down. Let's scroll it down right now. You ready for to start, Dwayne? <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm like literally dead in the brain. Okay. Let's start scrolling it down, bitches. And we're going to start with the main character. Yeah. Main character sad. Wait, we should. The main no, we got to start with the main character. <laughs> main character. Who's main character. Trending main character. This week's main character is death. We have new year, new deaths. I'm excited to talk about it because death is a part of life. Mm-hmm. Death is part of the circle of life. So yeah. I like to talk about it in an upbeat manner, um, even when I'm sad about it. Uh, well, and that comes with a lot of dealing with a lot of trauma and healing. So, you know, I hope you guys get to where I'm at. Um, someday to all our listeners, we shout you out if you're dealing with deaths right now. I don't know if you'll enjoy this. Maybe you will. Look, I don't fuck it now. So we open with COVID, then we follow up with death, and now we can do comedy with the death. Okay, here comedy we go. Comedy with death is the only way to talk about it. So, yeah, this week was fucking insane with deaths. Like, you know, the, um, the uh, Celebrity 3, that fucking yeah. shit really, we took three major losses this week. I'm sure there's another one. Um, and we, we started with Betty White. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then we went and then we followed up with Betty White. Wait, what? <laughs> I was, was going to say, I, you know, what was hilarious about her death was that she did that interview that she was turning a hundred with people magazine. I read it like a I few know. days before and then the bitch died and she was like, fuck you. I'm not turning 100. This is now 
a fucking useless magazine. Fucking shout out best to joke of all. Yeah, shout out to people. Um, it, it's on the stands too, right? Like it, it yeah. was fully printed and went out. Yep. For that. And I feel like there's like a contract somewhere that's like, bitch, you have to live to 100. And she's like, what you gonna do, sue me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, the, best, the best well, actually, we've ever seen. She yeah. is an internet troll, Queen Betty White. Um, yeah, but Betty White, beloved actress. We love yeah. Betty. We do love her. She's great. She's so funny. I mean, it's definitely it's well, she's definitely one of those people I did not expect to die, but it's like in his life, you're going to die. But still it's crazy. I mean, she was very old and she was like working, I feel like until mm-hmm. she passed away. It's crazy. Yeah. That's what I always think about. I was just like them doing stuff. I'm just like, "Wow, like good for you for being like an older person and still wanting to like do stuff because truly 31 and, and I'm like I'm tapped out <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> what more ready is there to, ready yeah. to retire at 32 Dwayne Perkins <laughs> like, um, like, I yeah I'm like how can I start saving now so that I can be done in like 10 years <laughs> just have a long break after that uh, what I was gonna say is um uh I actually think the opposite Nicole every time I logged into Twitter I was like is today the day Betty White dies I've Same. thought about that for a very it was long always time in, in, in the back like every time she would train I'm be like this is it <laughs> this is the time she going now of course it has to be like I feel like there had to be some like crazy time in the world like a surge in COVID so mm-hmm. then everybody can tweet like oh my god the world is so horrible and now we lost Betty White so it had to be like a big I, to do I, I also theorize that uh, she probably what you were saying Dwayne she was so used to working so much that she this is probably what she's having is a longer break than normal and she's mm-hmm. probably like I can't fucking stand these people I need to get the fuck out of here so she yeah in my head, I'm like, if I was that age, it would also be a game to me to be like, it's the day to day. Because like, realistically, you're not like, I got 30 more years. You're right. like, this shit is numbered. So like, what are we doing? Day to day, moment to moment. Could be any time um, now. Could be four o'clock. You don't know. Exactly. I feel like uh, also, yeah, and old people, I do feel like when they get really old, they kind of choose when they can go. Like, yeah. they, they're like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go to sleep and I'll see you guys never. I was just about to say, like, this period, like, after Christmas to New Year's feels like the best time to die. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just like the general feeling of the mood is like, okay, things are wrapping up. And it's like, all right. Times are <laughs> we slow. We this. We don't want to do um, another pilot season. We're just going to uh-huh. take ourselves out. You're like, I'm not trying to go into a brand new year. Like, that seems like a lot. I'm just going call it a day goodbye yeah. happy new do, year yes do you think that she ever played practical jokes on her family and friends and pretended to die like she just sat unresponsive do you think she was that dark yes i feel like I, she would be i i think so yeah i feel like she's a little trickster she's like she would think it's funny because she's like you know you guys know i'm never gonna die so i'm just gonna keep playing games like i'm dead <laughs> She yeah. is never going to die. She's going to live forever in that fucking Golden Girls hot in Cleveland. She's done mm-hmm. so much shit. and so, so funny. Are all the Golden Girls dead now? Yeah, they're all together. Yeah. Heaven, slutty mm. heaven. Well, RIP Betty White. You had to go mm-hmm. sometime. Thanks for playing the last trick on us and not making it to 100. We all got Hilarious. played. People Magazine really got played. <sighs> so funny. I don't know. I wonder if that magazine will be like worth a lot of money now. You know, my brother was asking me that. He was like, I almost bought it because I think it's worth some money. I'm like, it's trash. Don't just leave it alone. It's just, it's just a magazine. For the amount of time you'd have to wait for it to be like worth something, you probably going to be dead. All right. One death down. Two more to go. Sidney yeah. um, Poitier, may he rest in peace. I'm not going to joke about this because I'll be called a racist. So I'm going to leave this to you guys. <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> jokes about Sydney Sydney Poitier. My mom loved him, had a huge crush on him. Oh, so like yeah, our that's whole right. life. Yeah. yeah, like our whole life we just grew up like idolizing him and thinking he was just like the most amazing, beautiful human ever. So it's hard to make jokes about him because he's like a sweet old guy. I know he yeah. was incredible. Like my whole life he's been old. And so yeah. like he was never just like in the sphere of like <laughs> things that I was like, I have opinions about him. I was just like there's that oh successful nigga yeah, <laughs> <Boy>. yeah. <laughs> he broke barriers <laughs> yeah he broke barriers thank you sir for breaking right? barriers I'm like, like he's up there like truly for me I'm like MLK Malcolm X Sidney Poitier he's the MLK of acting I saw a great <laughs> clip of Denzel from a long time ago where someone was comparing him as like oh you're the next Sidney Poitier and he fucking went off about how that's racist which it is yeah and I was like god damn this is great 
It was really good. Yeah, he was like, why does there only have to be one? Because it's just literally like, oh, it was Sidney Poitier and now it's Denzel Washington. And it's like, no, <laughs> there should be a lot of people. There shouldn't be just right. one person of each race representing the whole race. Yeah. Allowed to represent the whole race because that's what that implies, which is why. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. Yeah. Um, our next uh, main character death is uh, fucking good old Danny Tanner, Bob Saget. Wow. No, that was a be. really surprising one, I think. That was. I think, and you know, that was the thing about Sydney and Betty is they were in their 90s and mm. Bob is 65, was 65 years old, which is fucking hella young. That's around the age my dad passed away and that shit is hella young. That's still like, you got a lot of life left, didn't you? Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, thoughts? It For some reason, ooh, I hope it's not that bad. It was not surprising to me. Why? Yeah. Um, I just... I, in my head, I really put him into that category of just like older white comedians mm. who probably do drugs. Yeah. Who will yeah. who would who, who I wouldn't be surprised would die. Like I get it's it. like um not like a Farley esque, but just been like in my head there is a stereotype of like older white comic that I had in my head, and he fit into that based off like his later years and like kind of his like style, and mm-hmm. and I was like he seems like. He lives like a rocker kind of life, like right. fun. Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, if if I assumed if he was in like a Ritz Carlton in Orlando, I'm like, what would I be doing in a Ritz Carlton right. in Orlando? Um, and that's kind of was my first thought of being like, he probably was doing some some stuff and just lost a little control. Yeah, but that, I don't want to like make any assumptions, assumptions but just like yeah. as a comic, I'm like, well, that's what. I, I mean, that's what assume. that's what I tweeted. That's what I tweeted as soon as I found out. I was like, that. Co- I mean, to be sounds stupid is the comedy lifestyle is no joke. Like comedians fucking go hard, and like when you're 65, and I, my understanding, he was on a break leading up to this tour that he just started, and mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, when you go from like being at home and not doing shit, and then you go into the fucking touring life of a comedian, which is not fucking easy. Uh, he, yeah, I was, uh, cause one of my friends was like, oh, did he commit suicide? I'm like, no, he was not. He was a genuinely happy person. Everybody knows that about him. He's notorious for being nice and happy. And so, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's either COVID or drugs or both. Um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I, whenever I see the hotel thing, I always kind of think the same thing. Like, I'm like, oh, no. But they don't know yet, but we, we're going to find out. Yeah, it could have been a heart attack. I mean, he could have just mm-hmm. been drinking too much, t- traveling Like an aneurysm, much. anything. Yeah. yeah. He could have yeah. fell in a tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They, there's all these, like, weird legends that of, like, people that have died doing crazy things in hotels. So who knows? R.I.P. Bob Saget, Danny Tanner. Oh, somebody posted, like, I don't know. People just get so wild, I feel like, on the internet. I saw somebody post, like, he wasn't my dad. He wasn't my TV dad. I didn't look up to him. I'm like, then just don't say anything. (laughs) Like, it's okay. You don't have to have a fucking opinion, you know? I just always am like, let's dig deeper. What's what's going on here? Did you want him to be? Did you not feel represented? Like, right. were you not happy with the TV dads that were presented yeah. to you? Like, right. why are you so angry? I about think this? there's a fatherless situation <laughs> going on in that post because that shit makes no. You shouldn't be that mad about no. You should TV. not. You don't have to tweet the opinion. You know? I think people are just. It's a little bit of that. Um, everything is bad right now. So why are we talking about this one person? Like it's the only bad thing. And it's like, well, that just because we're talking about this doesn't mean we don't we're ignoring the rest of the world. Sure, like, Jesus Christ, right? Oh, people gotta fucking take a chill pill. I think Bob Saget choked on a dirty joke, yeah, but a dick joke. Mm-hmm. Is that funny? <laughs> like some rape joke, probably yeah. a pedophile joke. You know how he, he do. So wild. If you don't yeah. look it up. <laughs> uh huh. I, I I saw a lot of posts like that. Be like, this is what he joked about. And I was like, well, he did now. So that seems like the, ain't now you could do, ain't now worse than death because the yeah. nigga gone. Now we have all our, we're so talking about talking TV about? dads, right? TV dads are all dead. Danny Tanner, Uncle Phil, Jason C. All C-ver the TV dads. And I do want to give one last shout out to a death that occurred just today um, that I don't give a shit about. Robert Durst, <laughs> fuck him. May he not rest in peace. May he rest in eternal hell. Yeah. Um, he died in Stockton. 209. Um, and so, yeah, what a weirdo. He was in jail. That's what Stockton is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was. City, but. Uh, well, yeah, J- Joel, Joel was um. in Stockton prison. Um, uh, but yeah, he killed, killed multiple yeah. people, but he was, uh, only, um, he only got in trouble for one. Oh. Wow. But he was 78. He's a and he's just fucking rotting in hell. I mean, rotting in jail. 
and uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love when uh, that shit goes down. Fuck him. That's all I, I wanted to it. say. You guys won't have to participate in that one because it's just mean. Um, this is, I don't know if this is actually helpful to any of the discourse, but uh, I accidentally got IMDb Pro because I forgot to cancel my trial. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other old people have died in the industry too. A bunch of like writers and shit. If you just like the, uh, on IMDb Pro, it has like all the mm-hmm. trades and it's just all oh death. And I'm just like, this oh. is a time for death. Um, new death. It's a bunch of, just a bunch new of old new white year, people. New year, new death. I repeat mm. them. There was somebody that tweeted something like, uh, don't tell me who died. I don't want spoilers for the memorial, in memoriam, in the Oscars. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, that's a good one. I wish I remembered who tweeted that. Sorry to whoever tweeted that. But, I'm not crediting you. Um, but that shit was funny. And on that, we're going to take a quick break. Break time. And we're back. We're back. Our next segment is Insider Edition. Insider Edition. We go inside. Okay. We go inside. Have you guys watched uh, And Just Like That on HBO Max? Oh, yeah. The Sex and the City fucking whatever it is. Not reboot, but like the next chapter of Sex yeah. and the City. Mm-hmm. No, I've never actually seen an episode of Sex and the City, but I love to create narratives based off all the information that I've heard. Because mm-hmm. there's just so much. People are always talking about it. And even not seeing it, I know what the fuck the discourse is because people w- cannot not give it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially, I feel like it started coming back because everybody was like, oh my God, this show is actually so fucked up when you rewatch it. And so then everybody started talking about it again. Yeah. And then now they've brought it back and it's just the hottest of garbage. I, <laughs> I, I'm i sorry if I know somebody that writes for the show. Ah, I don't think it's your fault. I think it must be the producers or something, but it is, it is wild to me. Like, it's almost like they're trying to make it just the most obnoxious thing that you could ever watch. I think they're trying to correct what they fucked up is what that, that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. And they're like overcorrecting. I, I feel like right. it's like that thing of like when you're like, you're not diverse enough. So then they're like, let's give every character a black friend. An and it's Indian like, friend, a black friend, an Asian mm-hmm. friend. It's like, you can't do that. Like, yeah. let, let's just be tr- like, especially like these are rich white people. And just from the outside, I'm like, rich white people don't got no diverse friends. Right. <laughs> I've always, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I, I've, I've always found it funny when people get mad at shows from the 90s that are white cast and they're like they don't have no black and brown friends and i'm like do black and brown people want to be friends with these people let's fucking ask that question because what i loved about seinfeld is how they have black and brown characters um like in the storylines like that intervene and kind of get in there and every black and brown character fucking hates the characters of seinfeld and i fucking love that that's fucking Mm -hmm. perfect like why would these people be friends with these white devils like it just doesn't make sense and so that's why i love about that show is it's the only show that actually depicts those relationships accurate from the 90s um and sex in the city also when you rewatch old sex in the city it's fucking funny and there's just like a couple of missteps and for the most part samantha's character was pretty fucking great and i also feel like now the three remaining characters are just trying to get at to samantha's level which is why she why the fuck would she be on there you know she was yeah, but- she was killing it she yeah it that I feel like when you take that character out of the equation you see how much she really added to the show and especially yeah. because in this iteration of the show there's barely any sex yeah they're all literally the worst human beings ever none of the characters of color would want to be friends with them like right. they they went and it's like odd that they in, in this world they exist in New York City but seem to have never seen a person of color in their life. And like, are they racist? They're like idiots. They're ignorant. They keep saying stupid shit to these people. And then the characters will be friends with them. And I'm like, wait, no, this is not computing. Right. It's wild. What, what is it called again? What's it called? Yeah. Uh, and just like that. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like that was like, that really throws me off. Cause it's like so generic. It's like, this is us. And like, and I'm always like, what the fuck is this title? That's not the old title. Why do they do this? Like, are y'all not fucking no more? Why y'all take away sex? Like, what is this? Is this like a special? Like, what is this? Like, is this like a limited series? Like, mm-hmm. I just have questions for like the creative choices, just like generally yeah. as a person that doesn't watch it. I'm like, 
you're not really trying to bring me on this journey. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused from the outside. So like, why am I going to jump into this? Right. It seems yeah. messy. I definitely agree that you definitely have to like be a fan to be like, oh, this sounds like something that I would enjoy because they're trying to explore deeper issues. And you're just like, if you've never watched, you'd be like, but why? Why would I want to watch them have their fucking messy ass issues, especially with people of color and minorities? But what we I really want to talk about is fucking Che Diaz, the character Che Diaz. Oh Dwayne, God. I'm sure you've seen people talk shit about Che Diaz. Oh yes, God. I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> and they've mm-hmm. talked about the comedy concert. <sighs> have you heard about that? Them mm-hmm. say when they go to yes. see her, their taping, they go see a comedy concert. I'm like, oh my God. The whole character. Okay, so for those that haven't seen it, Che Diaz is a character um, played by, uh, I fucking don't remember. Sarah Ramirez. Thank you. And, mm-hmm. and it's a non-binary comedian, stand-up comedian who is doing a podcast with uh, Bobby Lee p- plays a character and uh, with Sarah Jessica Parker's character Carrie and they have a podcast and so Che Diaz is this comedian and she's fucking they are fucking hip and cool and uh, they well, fucking long story short the girls go see them do stand up and it's fucking straight up clapter comedy straight up <laughs> clapter comedy and Che is kind of a fucking douchebag and um Che and uh, fucking Miranda get into it because like Che is giving pot to her teenage son and she like she gets in her face about it. Um, she gets in their face about it. I'm trying my best. OK. And um, but the comedy concert was funny because it's literally them standing up at like the audience is standing up. So that's why they call it a comedy concert. But it's also fucking stupid and annoying. Oh, is so, that why they call there's a reason for it? I thought they just didn't know what to call it. So they no, because they're all standing concert. up and stand up. You, the audience sit, sits down. Right. So it's a concert because they're all stand. The audience is standing up. Um, that's oh. why. Yeah. I, I mean, just thought know. they were. I just thought they were like not giving it correct terminology because that whole show is just trying to make everybody angry. I thought. <laughs> I think what they're doing is actually perfect. They're making you hate Che. You're supposed to hate Che. Something's going to go down between Che and Miranda that is going to be like, oh, I'm allowed to hate this non-binary person, this character, because that's what's going on, right? You're in the world of being woke. You're not allowed to openly hate, you know, gay. Uh, uh, fucking any, any like black, gay, fucking uh, Latino, uh, fucking trans. You're not allowed to hate these people. And if they're actual shit bags, you're like, am I allowed to hate this person yet? And I love that they're doing that because, and I do know one of the writers, so like I feel like they do know what they're doing because that this character is so fucking unlikable and it's on purpose. And I love that. Because, and Dwayne, you know, and I'm sure, Nicole, you've had some experiences with some comedians that are triple minorities who are absolute fucking assholes. <laughs> and they're not allowed to be hated on. You're not allowed to hate them publicly. And I love that they're fucking allowing this character to exist because there are douchebags and they don't have to be straight white dudes. There are douchebags that come in every flavor. And I love that they're doing this because Che is a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I I do think that that is progressive in storytelling right now because there aren't many opportunities for people of different identities to play that range of character. It is usually their box within like this kind of net or they're completely destroyed in a way that's like, oh, that's not helpful. So at least giving a character the space to explore like, their their whole selves, even if it's like dickish, mm-hmm. is like good because you're giving that space to be like, oh no, like these people can do anything. Like there's they're not just like their trauma. Like they're just like people with whole lives. They have attitudes. Their shifts. Right. Like, and we don't like this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think and finally, we can still respect everything about them. We can yeah. still be like they. Yeah. They are them, bitch. They <laughs> period. Are a piece like, of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got frustrated with some of the discourse online because I think people were not understanding that this character is being very meticulously written 
And um, because I had some comedians that were like, I can't believe they called it a comedy concert. I'm like, no, no, they're just showing what a stupid douchebag Che is that Che is like, I'm doing a Netflix taping and it's a comedy concert. It's like, ugh, that is shit that some comedians, that's how they get when they fucking have a little taste of, of celebrity and fame. And it's not fun to be around. And you are conflicted internally as like a person that you're just like, ugh, my ethics are on point, but you're like a quadruple minority. So I'm not allowed to hate you openly, but these people can be terrible. And I love mm-hmm. that they're showing that. Well, yeah. I feel like you're giving that show a lot more credit than I would have. But that's a, it's a cool point because I, yeah. I would never have thought of it that way. I just think that that character exists to show Miranda that she is queer. And then also, I mean, this is not your it's different, but it's like I just think that, that show is so poorly written in so many ways. They just like miss the boat in so many ways. Like even when they're talking about like, I couldn't find a new restaurant to go to. It's like you're in New York. What are you talking about? It's little details like that. So that's all I saw. But that is a good point to like write a character that you can just hate openly and not and it has nothing to do with their identity and that shows you that you could be allowed to think anybody yeah. is a people. It's like when they it's yes. like that thing where they're like women supporting women always and it's like yeah but sometimes right. women suck. We've talked about that before and you're like yeah. I should mm-hmm. be allowed to say that she's a bitch. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the show, so I do think that I think that would be really cool if that is their purpose, but I would say juxtaposed to like normal people who are dumb I don't know if they're gonna get the nuance so yeah, it I might do, agree with do that. more harm than good Yeah, and I, and <laughs> just maybe, but maybe not dumb. getting the nuance is okay because if you hate the character and you're not thinking about it maybe that's good I don't know this is deeper than I'm thinking maybe. On, this is deeper than I'm thinking on this show so I, I'm just trying to play <laughs> along here because I just hate the show so much I ain't even seen it I just love that TV is powerful so I like talking about it oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what, and that's one of those shows that every week I have like a pattern of how I talk shit on it like I have a group chat that I talk shit on then I come to work and we all talk shit on it and then later in the day my friend who watches it late she texts me and we talk shit on it and so it's like I mean it does it it, it makes its way into the discourse every fucking week I will say I don't hate the show as much as you hate the show I definitely am liking the show yeah I liked one episode and the rest of it I've just been like huh what huh she asked her husband if he masturbates what how why it's just like things like that where I'm like why are you talking to each other like you've never been humans before and now you're just old confused people but i think that i think that you're not crediting their generation though because that generation of like older especially white straight people like they don't talk about that shit they don't they like there are people my mom is watching the show i know she didn't talk like that with my dad so like even her watching that is probably like ugh. like why would you ask your husband that um so like i like they are doing that because like for us we're so fucking open like you know i'm like look at masturbate for me but man boo i want to see that come you know like it's just two different worlds you know mm-hmm. like not everybody Dwayne, well sorry. it's true yeah do i got the full visual that nobody's gonna enjoy i want to say it marcella is ag- is uh, aggressively shaking back and forth and she has a top ponytail so it's really getting some action yeah up she there. was it looks giving. like a little it dick flopping around yeah. my hair is really straight and i really went for the thing i want to say yeah. physical comedy yeah. i was really into it thank you yeah. and uh, so like yeah so i i definitely think that you know when someone like my mom fucking immigrant from a third world country who's catholic as hell who's been with one man her whole life you know like that is fucking but weird was to a watch sex columnist that's the only reason i just it's like what are you, ta- what are you talking about here that's craziness it. but they also like they 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 remember in the original sex in the city they didn't fuck all the time remember she mm-hmm. was like yeah we don't fuck all the she time was a little when crude we, yeah when we fuck we fucking he goes outside the colors outside the box remember that stupid line i mean to me i was like oh they fuck every six months i, I mean that they don't have like yeah she had sex in the city the column but that's just because she fucked around and was like a drama queen she was like did you read the did you read the, the meaning of mariah carey book no did you read that she is i love it i strongly recommend it it's an incredible book but there's a she has not had a lot of uh sexual relationships and she had this line about how oh i've really milked uh all the few relationships I've had for sort of like a ton of music. And I'm like, yeah, that's what Carrie did in the original sex in the city with those columns. She like fucking dragged out some shit that it was like, bitch, get over it. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, y'all, you, you, everybody watch and just like that, and we'll all just, just 
hate it together or we'll f- dig deeper into it and maybe I will watch it in a different light this week when it comes mm-hmm. out and maybe I won't be so angry. Yeah, yeah, maybe by the end you'll see the whole idea and then be like, wow, mm. this is masterful. Yeah, I'll be this like, damn, is- this is a lot deeper than I thought. And I, and I was stupid. They weren't. <laughs> they, I'm the one that really needs to be taught, not these old bitches trying to talk to black people for the first time in New York. <laughs> Yo, that Miranda fucking with the fucking professor, yo, what a mess. I feel like we could talk about that for like 20 minutes because I'm just, it's just like, because that professor would never be friends with her. Like, she's like, yeah. oh, your hair is different. So you seem like a different person. And then she's like, you know, doesn't know how to speak to her without saying like something that's a microaggression or just blatantly racist. Right, and the next right. thing you know, the next episode, they're like buddies. It's 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 a no for me on that. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely agree with that storyline. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one's a fucking stretch. Yeah, definitely. Oh, did you guys see the Fresh Prince reboot? trailer i did i did did. it's supposed to be dramatic what's the deal with it i'm Mm -hmm. interested same is it like single cam yeah it's like it's giving like a dramatic cw show Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. but like grittier it's like it seems like it could be on like stars or something (laughs) i was gonna say hbo max (laughs) yeah What's it going to be on Peacock? Yeah. Uh-huh, Peacock. <laughs> sure My, so I, I worked on a Peacock show and somebody that was working on the show with me called it the cock, like the peacock. And I accidentally said that in front of my seven-year-old nephew. And I'm it's now I'm in so much trouble because every time I'm around him, he's like, peacock, the, the cock, peacock. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, please, I didn't mean to say it. I didn't mean to say that story out loud when you were next to me. Anyway. Peacock. You peacock. like that. Yeah. He gets really peacock. get him to commit peacock. to the delivery. I think it looks good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I like that. There's a. Uh, it's like they definitely like. Okay, so in the trailer, there's definitely flashes to references from the mm-hmm. original. You know, like oh, they turn the jacket inside out. You know, shit like that. And but then there's these little lines that get delivered, like uh, Uncle Phil being like, "We'll talk about the reason you're here another time" or some shit like that. Yeah, and it's like it's. So what I got from it is like, you know where this is going, but you also don't know where this is going. And I fucking loved it. I liked it. I'm in. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like it really took what, at least the like the basic story of the Fresh Prince and just filled in all the blanks with like drama. So it's like, oh, he had to move. Why did he have to move? Because somebody's trying to kill him because of some shit. Like, I'm like, right. oh, wow. Like, there's like some deep drama. Uh, there was like scenes of like him crying and shit. And like, I was like, oh, this is like emotional. Um, and then I saw this um, this tweet that was truly one of the craziest things that I, I've ever read. And it was like, oh, they switched all the light-skinned people to dark-skinned people. Uh, and it was like, don't they know that black families are usually 50... 50 dark and 50 50 light skin and i was like i'm sorry what (laughs) what are they talking about uh but i I do think that that is like a noticeable change yes Mm -hmm. is that uh it's a dark skin rich family yeah so like i think that is a statement Mm -hmm. that's being made specifically and then will is the troublemaker and he is the lightest person on screen Ooh, i love that that's pretty cool and I and love I that. Like, that takes like a very conscious mind. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. They know what they're doing when they're casting that way. Um, it, it, so it's all the same characters. It's like Will, the, mm-hmm. you know, Uncle Ashley, Phil, all those people, Carlton, same characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. Really I'm cool. kind of excited to watch it. Yeah. I, I think this time Jeffrey, so. I think in the trailer, Jeffrey is Jamaican instead of British. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I, they didn't show him long enough for me to actually distinctly uh, uh, figure out where he was from. But I, do, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's. Yeah, I'm like, it's not given British. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it was very cute. Uh, mm-hmm. It seemed like they have a nice budget. Like, it seemed mm-hmm. like there was, like, some some money put behind it. So I really hope that, like, it really thrives. Me too. I, you wrote on the Say by the Bell reboot, right? I did. I, I, everybody fun. says that's amazing, too. I'm just, like, I'm interested because I've never, I haven't, I haven't watched these reboots. But it's, like, some of them are being done really well. And it's kind of fun to have them back. Like, I'm like, I wanted to be a hater on all these reboots, but it's like some. It's interesting when they bring it back in a different way. Yeah, I honestly think Say by the Bell is very good, and if I didn't, I wouldn't be afraid to say it. Uh, uh, but like, I do think like they really similar to like the Fresh Prince reboot. I think they took what existed and they just put it into a context that makes sense for right now. Mm-hmm. So what they did is it's like the kids of the Bayside kids who are all rich, and they go to like this 
good school. And then there's like a urban school that gets closed down and they bring those kids to Bayside. So it's the, the, the show is about like these two groups of kids having to coexist and the rich kids are truly insane. Like they're so funny and like a very insane comical way. Uh, And then the urban kids are just like also very funny and like a way that doesn't feel very high school. It's just like, these kids are just, just like, I don't, like, don't want to be bothered by these white people. This is a lot. Like, yeah. they're too happy. Um, and I think that it, and then like all the old characters are still there. They're yeah. just like grownups. And they're like, like Zach is the mayor. Yeah, I love when the shows do that because uh, Fuller House did that too. And I like mm-hmm. that when they are like, there's still a connection to the to yeah. the original. And um, I know all my nieces, well, my nieces and nephews that can watch those shows, they love those shows, Fuller House and the Saved by the Bell reboot. And uh, I, I'm like, that's fucking, I love that. I love when that fucking happens. <laughs> this is not within the same universe, but they did that also, That's a Raven. They did Raven's Home, where mm. like Raven came back and it was her like Raven and her two kids. And I was like, this is so cute. Mm-hmm. And it really was like, I saw like what they were doing for the kids, but also seeing that they were like, this is also for people that watch That's a Raven. Because the show was still about Raven. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is about a mother having, like, taking care of kids. And you really, and, like, the kids are, like, the side stories. And that was just, like, a very cool way into, like, doing reboots. So it's not just, like, doing it for the sake of doing it, but really being like, oh, no, we found a way to, like, actually make the story better. Yeah. And, like, actually modernize it so that we can continue to tell the story in like a fun way that feels like right now. That's why people got such reboot fatigue is because when they're just remaking it just to remake it without any like actual thought or depth put into it, then it's not, then it's like, what are we doing? We already have this amazing show or this amazing movie, whatever it is. But if they're going to remake it and they're going to find those little parts of the story that haven't been told or make the characters grow and we can watch them, you know, in present day, then that's cool. If the material is still there, I'm like, don't redo it. Just like expand it. Give us some more. Right. Like there's people that already have that version in their head, yep. bitch. Like don't forget about them. Just yeah. like bring in some new bitches. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, we got a little old shit, got a little new shit. And look, now a whole new thing. And we all bonded mm-hmm. over some shit. And now people, they made more money. But like there's like some heart to it. And it's not just like capitalism for the sake of capitalism. Right. <laughs> Right. I like I like the French Prince reboot too because Will is a producer on the show, mm-hmm. and that tells me that he was fully invested. And when we know he was fully invested because we've all seen his fucking Instagram. All he does is fully invest in every fucking project. In my in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I bet he was like, let's do French Prince, but like, let's really talk about Philly. Let's really fucking talk about what it's really about instead of just doing the comedy shit. You know, I love that. All right, and now we move on to how did we get here? We have a real spicy one this week. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> if you sniff uh, it. You can smell it. You can sniff it. You can do whatever you want. There was an influencer who had a heart attack for selling too many farts. This bitch was hospitalized for selling her farts in a jar. Dwayne, thoughts? <laughs> yes. I I really, I read a lot about this because I was like, what What do you mean sell a fart? Like, what is this concept? And she, and it was very funny because she doesn't she sells like petals and she puts the petals in her ass and then farts on the petals and she said that like the petal re and this is like a quote from her retains the, the like booty flavor and so then she puts the petal into the jar so that it just like permeates her asshole <laughs> i'm trying to look around see if i have any petals i want to try this out <laughs> and i was like girl what um how did she yeah. how did we get here how did she get this idea that's smart i don't I mean, I even know who she is but i'm like wow she really figured it out she did it she is the queen of capitalism <laughs> wild <laughs> she's, a, she's an entrepreneur that's the thing we gotta give each other, we gotta give her some credit she's making a lot of money did you guys see that she was like saying that she ate uh three protein sh- shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup every day and then someday sh- one day she felt like something wasn't right the pressure in her <laughs> stomach moved t- upwards throughout her body <laughs> i'm like girl we all had gas who amongst <laughs> us has not thought we were about to have a heart attack when we ate too much and i, I have you just like fart baby take some fiber <laughs> yeah take some gas x take some fiber get it out because it can't just be a fart you got to get the rest of it out <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's so interesting though because it, that kind of stuff is like 
I mean, insane sounding and the story is hilarious, but I'm like, damn, that's a lot of money. I don't know how much 45,000 pounds is because this is a, the article that I'm reading is a British article, but, but that sounds a like week? a lot. A week or a month? How much was she making? A week. A week. 45,000 pounds. Yeah, a week. I don't care if it's dollars or pounds. It's, that's a lot. That's a <laughs> big thought, number. Yeah, she thought that she was having a heart attack, but it was just intense gas pains. I'm like, yeah, I think so, so many people could have told you that before you went to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, like, girl, go sit in child's pose. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> sit in child's pose. Find a way. I was cracking up because um, I had tweeted about how, because, um, you know, I had COVID a few months ago, and then I'm having... Uh, these putrid farts and I realized they're COVID long haul side effects because they really they, yeah they make no sense and and my taste was also changing I like shit started tasting very like I would brush my teeth and it tastes like garlic I got I thought mm. my nephew was like fucking with my toothbrush I got so I was like ready to confront him <laughs> you had to go in on your nephew so glad wow. I didn't but my mom got her booster and she was like oh I have this weird garlic taste and my foot all the lights went off finally and um, I, so I tweeted, I'm like, oh, shit, no one warns you about the long haul COVID farts uh, that will ruin your fucking life. And they're disgusting. And then, of course, my male followers were like, you should sell those. Put them in a jar, bitch. Put them in a jar. <laughs> like, you know what, I though? Just am... If it's anonymous and you're making all that money. I mean, I mean yeah. I mean, I'm pro this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, girl, do it. If people going to buy it, bitch, you better send them farts. Um, I just want to talk to somebody that bought one to be like, walk me through the experience. Like, oh do you like open it with like, like what, like men what does it so bring na- you? Straight men are so like a, a, a very special kind of nasty. They like really it are. is unique to them. Really. Yeah, it is. Do you think Ooh. that it has like an expiration date? Like it's best if best if Got you to. Like, smell it within a week and then it goes away. Yeah, because <laughs> like just like on like a molecular level, I know like the cells are like doing something. So yeah. like you got to get that ass flavor quick. Yeah. Or oh. <laughs> all of a sudden it starts with that. I wonder if you can set it on fire. You know how like you can set your own fart on fire if it blows out with like the what the lighter and the hairspray. I wonder if you could do that with the jar fart. If you can find a way. She should start creating little mini tornadoes. I don't know. There's got to be a way to do it. <laughs> like a science museum. Like at a science museum mm-hmm. when you do those little experiments. Um, I just want to know, like, what's the website that you go to when you're like, I'm looking for, far- I mean, you just Google anything and you'll find yeah. it. Yeah. I feel That's like, uh, uh, you know, what's funny. We're going to have a lot of men instantly replying. Oh, I know where you can go. Get that. I mean, just like, is there like, it has to be similar to like, it has to be a feeling. Because I'm like, there's, are there samples? Do you get a say and like oh. eat this? It's just oh, like yeah. general fart, just like yeah, <laughs> generic <laughs> fart. Yeah, yeah, they're bespoke farts. You're like, listen, I would love. <laughs> I would like for you to eat some strawberries yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of kale. Just throw a kale fart in there for me, thank y'all. My eau de parfait um, is available for limited time only. Um, I, somebody should make a little commercial about that. That's funny. I mean, if she's listening to this, we are giving some great pictures. Yeah, so. we have ideas. Seriously. I'm gonna invoice her. Here's the thing, and we'll just take a cut, five percent, not even ten. I mean, you're making a lot of money, girl. Yeah, what a life. I would believe any headline I saw about a reality star doing something. I never understand what's happening with reality shows or the stars. I'm very behind on that. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Selling jars, jar farts. Why not? I mean, why would you want to get a regular job? They, you in, in two years, you went from an essential worker to a low-skill worker. Like, yeah, sell those farts, bitch. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm pro. I'm like, who is it hurting except for her? Because she's making bad choices on what she <laughs> yeah, eats. Too much gas. But like, if she gets that in order, like, girl, you yeah. figured it out. Like, yeah. like I said, queen of capitalism. <laughs> she just needs to take some breaks in between. Do a little detox in between. Two weeks of farts, mm-hmm. one week off. <laughs> yeah, like she she needs a system for her system. The next segment is uh, WTF news. What the fuck? What the fuck? Breaking news. What the hell? What 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 the fuck is this? What is this one? Oh yeah. Did you see this story? A woman got caught texting. She was telling someone she had COVID and she was like, I ha- we have COVID. Shh. And she was literally flying from one place to another. And the person behind her in the row behind her caught it on video and zoomed in to see the text. Girl, I mean, there's so many questions. I'm like, first of all, Girl, what are you doing on a goddamn plan? She's a terrible person. But I'm very curious of the person behind them just being like, mm, this bitch seemed like she texting something. I need to videotape and zoom in. Because <laughs> I'm like, were they reading it prior? And then was like, I got to get right. a tape of this. Let me zoom in. Or were they always like, 
where she like coughing and they was like, I'm a catch this bitch. <laughs> I'm a catch. What you saying over there? You know what this is giving? <laughs> you it's giving, COVID. it's giving someone that's been cheated on in the past and the guy got used to just looking at everybody's phones. I don't know. I had a period where I had a man who was always doing something on his phone. So for after we broke up, I was always kind of looking at other people's phones and I was like, wait, I'm free. I don't have to do this anymore. Uh, <laughs> so maybe they were like creeping on the phone and then they were I like, mean, I, wait. I all, yes, I agree with that. I also think that the uh, this person is um, must be older has bad vision because they have that very large text and like so it doesn't surprise me if they could see it from right behind her because she she got that like she scrolled all the way to the right to make her fucking Ooh. font hella big and yeah, somebody right. was like i think that says covid you know when you see a word so much you can catch mm-hmm. it easier when it's farther away um and I, she was I, texting a lot too and if she was old she was probably texting slow as shit so they had time to be like all right let me let me catch her yeah yeah Yeah, the text Mm -hmm. said we have covid that's why we're coming home a day early on the plane i can't not we it was there somebody else sitting next to her as well was it a family how many many people was it it's crazy last when i flew to kansas city i was like there was a man who kept coughing behind me and i was just like this bitch probably has COVID the whole time and then this other girl started coughing so hard that she had to open up one of those like barf bags and she was coughing into it i was like What's happening? Why is this happening? You know, so many people are flying with go. Or like you said earlier, yeah. maybe they're asymptomatic and they don't know, but this bitch really tried This it. bitch knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah when you happen? don't know, you don't know. But when you know, no, I mean, I don't think, I don't think that, I mean, how you expose her identity? You can't. No. Her identity can't be exposed. And what are they going to do? What is she, do you think that she would tell the like flight attendant? I mean, you can't do anything. They're already on the plane. They're flying back. I mean, so. and also, yeah. you know, you're not required to be tested. You're not, you know, I mean, that's the thing is as long as my thing is like, if the bitch had her mask on, technically that's supposed to be pretty, if, a good mask. Let's fucking be real here. If she had a fucking good mask, then technically the likeliness that she's spreading it is low. But this is like a long ass flight. You know, the bitch was eating. She was drinking. She oh, yeah. was you know, going to the bathroom. Because like, okay, if it's an hour flight and you had your mask on the whole time and you fucking had to get home, you like, you know, I could understand. Maybe. But <laughs> we don't know that information. So we fucking don't know. We're just we theorizing. Exactly. And we will assume the worst because you giving us nothing else to assume. So Because you got that blonde hair. So I'm going to assume the worst about you, bitch. Absolutely. Mm. Always. <laughs> My assumption is she was trying to give it to the plane. She was trying to give it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's her mission. She was on a mission. She was on a mission. <laughs> she was on a mission. We don't like it. So I, I wanted like to it. talk the whole time with the rest of the podcast. I wanted to talk all really fast and low. Went really fast when they're I think that's a podcast. We scrolled it down this week. We We did it. it. Oh my God. Thank you, Dwayne. Absolutely. This was a great episode. We have our first real guest with both of us here. um, Mm -hmm. And this was awesome. And we appreciate everybody for tuning in after our very long break. Dwayne, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Dwayne Perkins. That's D E W A Y N E. Um, And then. Twitter is the same shit. Oh shit, I'm lying. My Instagram is Dwayne K Perkins because there is this man named Dwayne Perkins. He's this older white man, and I believe he has passed because he would not return my messages so I can get my name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Dwayne Perkins. You know, I be I'm trying to use social media less, but like, yeah, I be lurking. <laughs> I be lurking. That's what I've been doing on Twitter lately. I haven't really been tweeting, but I've been lurking really hardcore. Marcel, um, people find. I was gonna say Marcel, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me on Twitter, but mostly just lurking these days at Nicole Thurman, N I C C O L E T H U R M A N. Same on Instagram, and that's all I'm promoting today. What about you? You can find me at Marcella Comedy. I will be in Tacoma at the Laughing Mater on February 5th in Seattle at the Crocodile on, no, it's 4th and the 5th, some shit like that. You guys, Washington, come find me in February. I'm in San Francisco Punchline. They're the only days I can really promote right now. Thank you, guys. This was a great episode. Thank you, Danielle Jones-Wesley, our incredible producer, and Stephanie Aguilar, our incredible sound engineer. You guys, share, uh, subscribe, like, review, all the shits. Uh, we appreciate all of it. And once again, thank you to Dwayne Perkins. Thank you, Dwayne. We love you, Thank guys. you. Bye. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.